I'm going to start by immediately starting. Okay. So we don't lose anything. Because okay. we always do. So welcome everybody to another episode of the CrossFit Life podcast. This technically will be the first episode of 2021. Okay. Even though we're recording it, you know, a year ago. So that's... Uh, well, 30th of... Yeah, not that long ago then. It's not that December long December 2020. Yes. December 2020. Yeah, what a fun year it has been. Uh, and that is very much going to be the focus today, Ollie. We're going to look back. We're going to look forward. Warm up questions. A little bit of warm. I mean, I've just done a wad, so I don't really need to warm up. But you yeah. need to warm up a little bit. But I thought we'd keep it on brand with this looking back, looking forward. So 2020, any highlights with regards to maybe favorite, I don't know, TV show or film or podcast or song? Something that came oh, out in 2020 that you actually enjoyed? How we spent our time during lockdown. Yeah, I think... Um, I think... Uh, the wire yeah yeah series um went through that what else uh homeland went through that so you've just gone back you you, you've gone to a pre-2020 time and caught up on well yeah and this is honest truth megan and i don't really watch i haven't had watched a lot of tv in the past we just got into the the habit of like seven o'clock kids in bed sit down right let's just watch you know, an hour of something just to decompress. Um, and But you know, it's like you just, every night you don't want to have that constant, oh, well, what should we watch tonight? So it was just trying to find something that had about seven like series and just commit into it. And uh, yeah, so there's quite a few. I'm, I'm probably too embarrassed to name them all. But, um, but yeah, we, we actually um, was waiting for Homeland 8 to come out. We just like we got through all the the up to seven. We just missed um, we missed eight when it was actually on Channel Four at the time, and it's only just come out. Uh, and we literally watched it in like two and a half nights. We forgot how much we actually enjoyed it, um, which is a funny one, really. But because it's not that great, but it, it's uh, it was pretty addictive. So yeah, Ho- Homeland. Just just that hour, I guess, with Megan, just to sit down and uh, decompress. Is... So maybe it doesn't matter what you were watching. It was just that you had an hour with Meg. So well, it didn't was... matter what we watched because we watched some shockers as well. And I know you got to give it time. I'll tell you what I just we've just watched actually the um, what's it called? Uh, uh, it's the chess one. Oh, uh, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Yes. Yeah, I've not seen that yet. Excellent, excellent. Enjoyed that. Yeah, I've been we we've been similar to you going through like a big back catalogs of stuff to ju- just because you know the problem is you've got that hour and you sit down you're like oh I've got an hour let's watch something on Netflix an hour later you are still scrolling through Netflix looking for something to Correct, watch. Correct, yeah. So having like oh let's watch this there's seven seasons 24 episodes a season at least that decision is made for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm with you. There's some shows that we I would just binge watch. I mean because we start watching at seven as well, and we go to bed at nine, which is not like excessively late. It's quite early in the grand scheme of things. Very early. We'd still get through like two episodes a night, like no problem. I like, bosh it out. So, yeah, it's uh, it's because you're not here at eight o'clock doing the class. That's the, it's pretty sad. That's like the the highlights of my 2020. And you know, I mean, I, I I presumed you were you were going down the, um, I guess content viewed content, listened to content. Because you mentioned podcast and... Yeah, I well, I just, I mean, well, podcast, for example, tw- 
2020, everybody got a podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Trapped out. I, I, I can think of other highlights, like my son being born. Like, but <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I suppose. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was sort of talking, yeah, content that was created in 2020. Right. Your son surely counts. <laughs> I mean, it's been so long. Like, I'm a massive fan of Narcos as well. I think we maybe watched that at the beginning of lockdown, but it's just all a bit of a blur. I can't really remember. Like, so it is funny because I, I was thinking about this going in now. Maybe now, you know, this is I, I feel warm already. Moving into our like actual discussion, when I was trying to think back on 2020, like with the gym and CrossFit, like so much happened this year because we forget how much happened before COVID. Like, I mean. We had Sid, like that actually happened and that was huge and you had massive names there and it was like a great comp. But you kind of, you're like, well, was that 2020? Really? Oh, wow. I can't, because all we remember is, oh, 2020, nothing happened. We were all stuck at home. Yeah. Well, let's be honest, two thirds of it, we were, have been stuck at home. So, <laughs> and even then so much happened. So I thought what we could do, Ollie, is we could take a look back. We could try and be positive try and be positive about 2020 some things that happened some highlights what you've liked the good things because even with covid and, and changes that have been made speaking with people i've heard a lot of people like really like booking into classes i know a lot of people there are people that don't but i've heard a lot of us were like oh, do you know i really like having my own bit of kit i really like booking so there have been positives that have come out of covid that we probably wouldn't have seen had it not happened uh, but then I would also like to look forward to the future. I mean, the future is so unknown at the moment. Uh, but I imagine you've got plans. You've got things you're hoping might happen, could happen. I think people still have questions about certain things that we've been waiting on for a long time. So maybe just to know that they're still in the ether, that you're still thinking about that would be comforting. But let's start by looking back. So what what highlights have you had with CrossFit Bath, with CrossFit in general, with I would say your own fitness, but we'll leave that to the side. <laughs> 2020, what have you liked? Or what, di- sorry, what did you like? We're in 2021, I keep forgetting. So two of the things that have been a huge positive, I think, for the gym is um, uh, Will and Emma joining the team. I think we're just getting started with them. And Will, when he started initially, there's a lot of kind of troubleshooting, particularly in and around COVID and stuff. Um, and obviously, Emma's only very recent, so she's really not got her teeth stuck in yet. But I think the adi- those two, those two, the addition of those two to the team is going to be massive for us next year. Um, hopefully, you you guys are already starting to feel that a little bit. And uh, yeah, so the best is is yet to come with them. And and, and obviously, they're adding to an already you know, exceptional team that uh, are coming, starting to really improve and, and come of age. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased. And, and just in general, I'm really delighted with and grateful of how the staff have, have handled themselves and supported uh, not just us as the owners, but also the gym and the community. Um, they, they certainly have gone above and beyond over the, over the last nine months and it's been scary and uncertain for them as well. So, um, I think that's probably the, the massive plus side for me. I feel like uh, COVID gave us a, a lot of time to think as well. It's particularly the first, the first lockdown gave us a lot of time to reflect on just the business and where we're at and what we want to achieve and what are the things that we can improve on, how we can deliver a better service and and particularly me, you know, me personally, 
just having that time and space to to sit down and reflect and and map a few things out has uh, has been hugely valuable for me. So that that was probably the most positive thing. Oh, I think they're good answers. They're, I mean, you, you're clearly trying to keep uh, Will and Emma in your good books, which is <laughs> no keep you in their good books that makes more sense um yeah i think i mean like having will join like that was the perfect time because the idea of you having to go through all the kind of troubleshooting of of covid and everything without someone that that was kind of their focus is you know that i imagine would have been a lot more a lot a lot more difficult a lot more problematic probably more likely for people to you know, not get an email or not get a bit of information that they they kind of needed at at the right time. Uh, and Emma joining us, you know, we've as you said, it's it's new early days, but we had a really nice podcast last week, so uh, everybody knows now how great Emma is. So that's good. I think the key thing with with, with Will in particular is it's it's about finding people that can complement maybe the things that you aren't so good at. And I wouldn't say that the stuff that Will's excellent at are things that Ed Shacks and I aren't as good at and um that's that's what it's about when you're when trying to build a team uh i think there was a bit of there's there's a question surrounding because typically if you worked at a gym you're a coach i think sometimes what people don't realize is a whole host of work that goes on behind the scenes that doesn't revolve around coaching and you know shaq said and i have come from a catching coaching background particularly shaq's and ed and therefore you know some of the other stuff is not naturally in their skill set or, or what they want to do either so um, we always talk about finding you know making sure you got the right people and the right seats on the bus and that bus is going in the right direction and that that's what that period of the first lockdown allowed us to to get some clarity on where our blind spots were and what seats were missing on the bus and also you know some people we had more than one person sitting in certain seats on the bus as well which then has its issues so so yeah it's yeah, it's about complementing and, and and building a in a team you don't in a football team you don't have all defenders you have some strikers some midfielders some defenders and some goalkeepers in case you weren't aware of that Jace I know you well yeah I know I'm not the hugest sports <laughs> fan but I'm loving all the analogies so we've got a, a bus in case you don't know how a bus works guys we've got a football one there as well so we're really covering all the bases today like looking back I mean it, I guess because you, you know, you're saying kind of how you had this time to reflect and I guess going forward. It must, honestly, boost your confidence a bit. But obviously, people could come here because it's just convenient and it was easy, and it's sort of like, oh yeah, I like coming. It's all right. But sticking with it through COVID, like really showing that they, you know, oh, we want to be here, we want to support you, we want, you know. And I imagine going forward, that kind of really gives you a little boost in, yeah, this is like this is the community we want to have. This isn't just people that are like, well, I live near, so it's a convenient gym for me to go to. But it does seem to be people that are like, no, we, you know, we support you guys. We want to to back up what you're doing. Uh, how do you feel that maybe will affect kind of 2021, knowing that you've got this? I, I guess you've always known you've got a good community, but sort of really seeing that in action as opposed to just kind of imagining that it's there. Yeah, good question. There's, um, I think. If we didn't know it before, we certainly know now what it is about us that is different from other maybe fitness facilities or whatever. You know, people come to us because they want. To, they, yes, it's CrossFit first and foremost. You know, people want to do CrossFit, and we're fortunate to be the only CrossFit gym in Bath. So, 
that helps um but then once you once people are in the door you you, you know that's half the battle but once they're in the door you know you need to make sure that you over deliver and and um you know make sure that you take care of the people that are are members of the gym are members of the community otherwise it's going to leave aren't they so um and i think you know two things that crossfit do exceptionally well and this is anywhere around the world is the coaching the standard of coaching I mean, we we we've you know we have lots of other uh, coaches and trainers that that come here and um you know that we 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 like to think that we help them with their own training and coaching and et cetera and technique and um so so the coaching is a big plus side and 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 then also that connection you know we were talking off air about emma and you can you get the sense that she really really cares and that's a massive point of it and although yeah we've got 285 members here i like to think that everyone that came in this morning i remember their name i had a personal interaction with them multiple occasions hopefully give them some value and we pride ourselves on that and if we don't do that um we then just kind of blur into the rest of the other fitness facilities in the in the in the um in the city but also the, the community side of it as well and you know we've talked a little bit in the past about would that be diluted or would that be effective because obviously people are in boxes and uh people there's less opportunity for people to interact socially and i think it hasn't had an impact but not as as bad as i expected it to to have and so um and that that largely comes from the people that come here and again we've talked about it before there's, there's a certain type of person that's prepared to leave their ego at the door and come in and do crossfit and uh because of that it means that we have a great diverse but great mix of people that are all kind of got that common commonality and prepared to work hard and like i said leave their ego at the door so i think we did know that before i think covid re-emphasized that um and i think we would be stupid as as business owners to deviate away from that ever because it is what makes uh us unique but also special and it's not for everyone. Some people like to train on their own with some headphones in. Some people like to do bodybuilding. Some people, you know, and that's absolutely fine. Some people like to do triathlon and stuff. But I think it's important that we know exactly what we are and what, what is it that makes us, you know, special and why people want to come back and double down on that. And so 2021 is all about just doubling down on, on all of that and making sure that we're we're maximizing our ability to, to deliver and, and service the members as possible we possibly can facilitating you know making sure that we are coaching to the best of our ability creating that connection and also making sure that we're um shepherding the community i guess so yeah i think the the community side of it like with with the changes yeah i i, I was with you on like oh this is going to be going to be weird because i guess i'm not going to like partner up with other people during the warm-up like I used to and that was always a really good way to kind of meet new people and you know you weren't it's not that you were going to then train with them for the whole the whole session so it was like okay you're brand new maybe you're you know we're not going to be lifting the same weights we're not going to be doing this we're not going to do that but for the warm-up we can we can team up uh, it gives me a chance to get to know you a little bit and then what's great is like jump ahead a year and that person that we used to just team up on the warm-up now they're you know they've they've kind of dialed in all the different skills and stuff and you know them and you can actually do a, you know, a partner wad together or whatever. And so I was thinking, yeah, it's going to be weird being in the boxes. I actually think I know more people at the box now than ever before. Um, like today I've come in, today was really weird because it, I've come in at 10.30. That's not the normal 10.30 class at all. 
um, obviously because people are off work and still on holiday and things like that. But I knew maybe 90% of the class and had a chat with like kind of all of them. And I think that because this is one of the few places where you can talk to people and where you see people and where you can do stuff because we're sort of just going to work and then going home and then stuck at home and then you can do a shop and you're, you're, you're so sort of isolated at the moment that when you actually see people not through a screen, you want to kind of hang around an extra five minutes and just chat, even if it's outside. Uh, and I, I definitely feel like I've, I've gotten to know more and more members than ever before. I think Starbucks um, coined it as the third space. So you have your home, you have your work, and then everyone needs that third space where you either go before work or after work, basically. And uh, I think a, a gym chain has actually coined that and taken that and actually created it. There's a gym chain called Third Space, and I think that's presumably where they got the idea from. And, and yeah, we want to be that f- that third space. We're not quite there yet. I think that we've got a lot more that we could offer um, that would help fac- facilitate that. But yeah, trying to be that because you've only got so many hours in the day and you know so much you can do right so i suppose you've got to be balanced as well because the danger is it becomes too social and then all the kind of uh, procedures and things you've got in place to stay covid compliant and to stay open that's maybe where there's a danger of things slipping because like during the workout you're in your little box you're in like everybody is being compliant but as soon as you start sort of throwing in sofas and a coffee machine and this and that, that's when people are maybe a little bit more relaxed and maybe some of those guidelines start to slip a little bit. And that's when kind of you're in, I don't say the danger zone, but you, you do start to run the risk of, oh, if somebody turned up now to check on us. Yeah, I think if we had those communal areas, uh, we wouldn't allow people to be in 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 there anyway. So I think that would have been part of the COVID policy so yeah because because you're right that's when people are are likely to to mix and that's why people aren't allowed to mix inside you know outside of a covid secure setting so so it hasn't been too bad in the end 2020 it wasn't great but it's not been too bad we've we've come out strong well (laughs) yeah yeah it's i think it's been challenging it's been challenging mentally for people Everyone I've spoken to, it's been it's it's been tough from a mental perspective more than anything. Um, you know, is 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 and it, it's been relentless, hasn't it? You know, we were talking about how you think you're clear of it, and you know, lockdowns released and people start going nuts, and then it starts coming down again, and you've got this other other strain, etc. Uh, it's 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 been tough, and even the strongest mentally people I know, um, and I think it's important just to reemphasize that, however rough. Uh, people are feeling how tough it's been that we're all going through it and what I've tried to encourage my guys is just to verbalize it and communicate as much as possible with each other because it's when people try to bottle these things up and they take it all on their own shoulders and, and don't share it is when it gets tricky so so yes I think you know um, you know certainly there has been a huge amount of positives for us to come out of this like I said the reflection building the team doubling down on what what we can improve and want to get better at um but it's 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 not been easy either so so going forward and like look because I, I guess at the end of the day we could just go keep looking back and it's eventually going to get really dark and depressing so instead of doing that looking forward so 2021 what are maybe some goals that that you and the team have some things that you really want to see happen some things that you're going to try and make happen but maybe 
aren't in your control but you're working towards like i'm assuming because you said that you've had all this sort of time to reflect and 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 kind of get these ideas together what is your plan going ahead now 2021 another good question jace i think because of covid it's making it very difficult to have any clear-cut plans um we've just renovated trowbridge um I've seen i've seen the beautiful sign I've yeah seen the nice, yeah um, we're getting there it's a few little bits left to, to finish off so we're really excited about the bridges next evolution and and um growing that and developing that um and we've shifted and pivoted a few things around there so um that's that's uh you know i think after five years that facility did start to get a little bit tired and and just to give it a new lease of life and a bit of love is uh it's been great um i think you know for us it's continuing to develop the, the coaching team and really looking inwards at how we could be better coaches how we can improve and, and get better and it's not it's not like a top-down thing that's not me or ed or shacks telling the coaches how they should be i want it to be kind of led by them and then kind of peer review each other and i've talked about getting them to jump in classes at least once a week with a different coach every week to see how they coach and get new ideas because in the past we would always coach with another coach so you could bounce off each other get ideas we don't have that luxury anymore based on in the, the new setting so um little things like that adding little layers of that where they get exposure to other coaching but also they can give feedback and creating a a, a safe space where the coach who's coaching feels uh, uh, feels comfortable to receive feedback as well and it's not criticism or you know it purely is just feedback and it might only be one little thing that you can just add to your toolbox to improve on the, in the next classes so i think that's one that i really want to double down on um this is probably one for another um podcast but i've created a bit of a, a model and a bit of a pyramid and just how we segment the parts of the business and and we've got what and it's kind of fits into a nice triangle i'm a big principles guy and i like diagrams and models and stuff and uh it's based off maslow's hierarchy of needs and just trying to understand what the basic level of needs are for the members for the for the staff for the team and then also the business what are those those basic layers and then building on those so as you transcend up the pyramid it's it's um trying to get to that peak experience so what does a peak experience look like for a coach or a team member what does a peak experience look like for a member um, and what is peak experience for the business and and continuing to refine that and develop that and really get into the into the nuances of that and try and figure out like a bit of a a roadmap to to develop that and, and and make sure that regardless of what you are what you contribute to the business you're getting that peak experience so so uh ollie's pyramid scheme will be a future episode i look forward to <laughs> not pyramid scheme <laughs> definitely not a pyramid scheme no well, that that is good actually. i'm i'm mentally writing that down we will we're gonna have to talk about that because that does sound like something that's that's a lot deeper than the the few sentences you yeah just it's, a work, it's a working model i'm big big fan of maslow's hierarchy needs and he is his basic uh he is a psychologist who believed that you know you build you, you you by fulfilling your basic needs you can build on the layer above that and to, to have a to live a happy fulfilled life you need some basic needs fulfilled first and, and that would be like things that we take for granted like shelter like physical needs shelter um, food, 
you know, it's obvious that you don't have those things. You can't really start deciding to be the best version of yourself, right? So you need those. And then they're like physical needs. And then above that is more emotional needs. So um, friendships, uh, companions, community, all that sort of stuff. And then above that is where you get that self-actualization where you can really kind of dig into being the best version of yourself. So it all kind of, and then that's it. And that's kind of, um, brief example of it is a bit deeper than that but yeah trying to apply that to what a member's journey is trying to apply that to what a, a team member's journey is and, and the business what the, the business's journey lives like so okay that's interesting i feel like i'm gonna have to do reading before that episode which depresses me a little bit but um <laughs> i can i can literally hear the the bath members calling out like saying why haven't you asked this question yet so uh, you know i i moved house during lockdown that was really tough and i know that people are going to be asking what about a facility because it's like is that still happening are we still looking for a new a new place or has covid kind of put put an end to, to that happening or like you know before covid was a thing there was talk of what uh, the football club were going to do and it would look like we were going to lose the space anyway eventually so uh, i'm i've no doubt that people are listening to this going how why haven't you asked him about the gym and where we're going to be located any news, ideas, information that you can share with us about that? Um, so I guess, uh, I guess, uh, first and foremost, the football club got their planning application rejected. So they're kind of, I'm not sure what their plans are. A lot of the staff have been furloughed. Obviously, it's been incredibly tough for a, a non-league football team to survive during COVID. They've got not, not had fans, you know, etc. So... And that's where they get the vast majority of their their revenue from. So I'm not I'm not entirely sure what their plans are now, but they've they've had to go back to the drawing board basically. Um, so disappointing for them, but obviously buys us some time. We are um, we're just in a position where we can't find anywhere, Jason. The brutal reality is, and um, and it's not it's not through being you know speaking to someone earlier and i i was explaining that we, we, we can't be fussy we're not we're not being very particular about it um there was one place that we did find a, along the road the ceilings were very low wasn't really much bigger than here um and there was another kind of wing to it but the ceiling was lower than in here you could touch this like ed if he lifted a barbell above his head his the barbell would have touched the ceiling so you're really limited to what you could have done in that space as well. And we talked about subletting it out to another business who have also been struggling during lockdown. So it became really quick to it quickly, you know, became apparent that that wasn't going to be a suitable space. So, um, you know, that that kind of that went. And also we would have had to go through a planning application process, which um, in that time somebody had moved in there. So that was that was disappointing, but actually, in hindsight, I think it wouldn't have been the right space. You know, and I, there are going to be compromises wherever we move. I think there will be things here that are, like things like parking, like got absolute luxury of parking here, which we might not have in in other spaces that we move to. Um, so that, but I, but it, I think the key thing for us and the frustration for us is just not having our own space, our own space that we can do exactly what we want to it. You know, we can do whatever furnishing we want to do it, uh, whatever tenant improvements we want to it and really make it our space and, and that's something that we're proud of and that we want to, that we can call a home. Maslow's hierarchy needs. We haven't got that kind of, you know, a base. 
And so, um, so we will continue to search. You know, I feel like a broken record because we've been searching for about six years. Obviously, 2021 is a completely different landscape, particularly if you're a commercial property landlord. And we'd like to think that stuff will become available. Um, I guess things that we're looking, we're looking probably for something between five to 6,000 square foot would be ideal for us. That would give us enough space to have um, two classes going on side by side. Uh, and therefore, we wouldn't be in a position where people can't get into classes because you'd like every half an hour there would be a class going on. It might not necessarily be a workout of the day class. We could have an endurance class. We could have a skills class. We could have a gymnastics class. We, you know, all these things that I think people feel like they would love to have, but the current space and the current timetable doesn't allow for it. So that would be ideal. And also, obviously, some space for communal area with change rooms and showers and stuff. Now, that I think that would be ideal. If we had to compromise on showers, then fine. You know, it's working for us now without any showers. So, um, but, you know, best case scenario is we do have showers and changing facilities and stuff because that allows us to put more uh, classes throughout the day as well. People are more likely to leave work, come and train, have a shower and then go back again. So that opens up a whole load of um, uh, midday uh, classes or lunchtime classes, etc. cetera. Um, so, yeah, I think it's you know literally until 10 o'clock last night i was looking online for potential spaces and what could work and what couldn't work and the reality is i think because bath's not because it's a world heritage site that makes it tricky but also a lot of landlords will sit on property with a view to develop it one day and so you know there's a there's a gym that's just opened up behind pure gym um and i spoke to the landlord of that there's a year's uh rolling lease on it so after a year, they could have kicked us out. So great space would have been perfect. Could have, you know, but with one year's security, it's just ludicrous to even entertain it. There's no point putting the investment into building a beautiful facility if the likelihood you could be out of there in a year. So it's, um, yeah, we will, stuff has come up over the last year. Um, not, not been, per I mean, there was one place at the bottom of the world's way that, was ideal didn't get the planning for that got rejected the plan is actually changed now so we've gone from what was d2 to now e and e is you know pretty much everything it's like retail um office space like a whole host of stuff so actually going in like if we found the right space we the likelihood of having to get plan applications probably not we probably wouldn't need to get a planner application because we've changed categories. So that's a real plus side. It's another thing that really is going to act in our in our in our favour over the next uh, twelve months. And the reality is, we want to get out as soon as we can. You know, as soon as we can get because we're we're, we're our memberships capped up now, so we can continue to try and refine and deliver a better service here. Um, but we we can't grow as a business unless we unless we move. And so it's top priority for us, but. I know it probably maybe feels like it's easy or you just, you know, find a unit down the road. And if we were in Bristol, no problem. Or, you know, some other places where they've got vast amounts of industrial units and the type of space that we're looking for. But Bath just doesn't have it, unfortunately. So I think it's reassuring, though, to hear that it's sort of you're not just looking for a space. You are looking for like the space. Uh, and I mean, I, I'd seen that gym that opened up. I was working near there the other day and i saw that and i was like oh, you know man how did they manage 
to find like knowing the search has gone on for so long here so i'm quite glad that you addressed that because i imagine many members maybe have seen that and probably haven't said anything but have had a similar question like how come we can't find a facility and then like look at this it's perfect but obviously there are things going on behind the scenes that people don't know about unless you know they ask or, or you say on here so like that's comforting and then knowing that it's sort of like i mean the the facility with the low roof i don't see a problem with that for me personally uh, yeah <laughs> Just even you, I think, would have... Uh, even I would have touched the ceiling. I would have yeah. felt great. Put then. it this way, you wouldn't have been able to do any bar muscle-ups. So. Uh, well, I mean... That was only one wing of the area. So we were we were prepared to try and think outside the box and do a cardio class in there maybe or something. But, you know, it was like 2,000... It's like the size of this space. It's a lot of space just to have a cardio suite, you know? And uh, it's not. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been cheap. So it was hard to, hard to justify. So, But I, I just think people need to be reassured that, okay... Ever, like nothing has has changed if anything as you said covid has potentially changed it in that people might be more desperate to rent out their property now because a lot of you know unfortunately businesses have closed certain ones maybe couldn't afford the rent of places anymore uh maybe some places just realized actually all our staff can work from home and it's more efficient and easier for us so it you know maybe another positive yeah. coming think, out of this could be that we yeah. we get a facility now landlords have got a decision to make because there's a lot of office space that will be um, empty and the typical rentable value for an office space is about £20 per square foot. Um, and to put it in perspective, the type of units that we've been in traditionally is 9 to £10 per square foot. So it's half the price. And I think landlords probably have got a tricky decision to make. It's do they, do they concede that look, it's not going to be office space and you're going to have to think outside the box and let it be something else? And accept that you're going to get, you know, maybe 50% of the rate rent that you would have got if it was office space uh, or it's just going to stay empty. And I think that's what I would, you know, be um, expressing to potential landlords and, and if there's uh, opportunities that come up. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's frustrating and I know I, and I, I feel like Whenever I talk about it, I feel like I'm. Uh, I sound like a broken record. Um, it is incredibly frustrating, but also I'm incredibly proud of what we've been able to do in a football club pub. I'm. I'm incredibly proud that we've been able to fill this space out, and you know, it is. It's cemented in my mind those things that we talked about earlier. That the providing the coaching is on point, and the community is is a is a good one. That. Yeah, I just, just think you know when you really start thinking about we add a you know, suitable facility to that as well. You really the world is our oyster, and it does get very exciting. Um, we just need to we just need to find that space. So, um, and I think that location is is another thing. You know, because people would find places you know towards Bath Eastern where my parents live and stuff. There's, there's been units out there, but to to uproots and move all the way out there would cause huge disruption for the the current membership and i know that many people would travel to us and, and people do travel from that side of town over to us i know they will but i think it would be really it would be stupid and unfair to do that sort of vast majority of the members if we did do that because um you know it would be such an inconvenience so i think you've got to weigh that up as well uh again when, when you when when it, when units and facilities do come up you just have to weigh up a lot of factors cost um you know car parking space total square footage uh, how run down it is what's the roof like 
you know, where it is, you know, there's a number of things you really need to take into consideration. And it's just a balancing act. Like, and there will be compromises. I will imagine we will not find the perfect uh, facility. But um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I told, I said to you before, I'm delusionally optimistic, but I'm optimistic that um, we will find somewhere. And it's a, it's, it's a case of like not resting on our laurels here. I think we need to continue to improve because uh, we have to. Um, otherwise. You know, people's patience will probably wear start begin to wear thin, um, and that's on us to just continue to over deliver what we can do here, and it's all stuff that we can, you know, pick up and drop into the new place. And like I said, it's just adding new facilities to those, all the good stuff that we're already doing. So, so changing tack now because that that was the question for the members that they were screaming out to ask. Now we have some people that listen that aren't members, but they might have a question for you. Uh, that is obviously what's maybe happening with Sid twenty twenty one. Again, no idea. Um, so we're in a we're in a process at the moment of um, being selected as one of the ten semi-finals that which they're calling now. So the sanctions will become semi-finals, ten semi-finals throughout the world, um, two of which will be in Europe. And to give you some perspective, there were nine scheduled sanctional events this year in Europe, uh, and they're reducing that down to two. So, yeah, we we uh, we're waiting to hear. I feel like when we put the proposal together, I feel like we've we've done all we possibly could. We've done a we've done a, a brilliant broadcast the last couple of years. We've had some some quality athletes, the best athletes in the world. Um, we're known for our organisation and. Uh, attention to detail we we had o- almost 7,000 people at the event last year um, we worked with some great partners so you know London is a great city we have the second we have the highest open participation outside of North America in the UK so you you, you know I've been a Affiliate owner for 13 years. We've been running SID for seven years. Uh, we've got a great team. Megan's got a first class honors degree in event management. We're not like, you know, some cowboys that are doing this in our part time. So you really start to add that stuff up and you think like we're, we're, we're good candidates. But, you know, Dave and Justin and the rest of the games team know exactly what they're doing and they know what they're looking for. And I'm sure they'll make the right decision. And, if we're not selected as a semi-final, I'm sure there will be other opportunities um, to to come. But yeah, I would really it would be it would be brilliant to be a semi-final would be a, a, just an honour. I, I think selfishly, with my country manager hat on, I want the UK to have an amazing event that people can you know, we can uh, host the best athletes in the world there. So yeah, it we, we, what will be will be there. You know, it's out of our hands. Like I said. I've, all I can ask is that we do, we've done everything that we possibly can. And I think we've done that. We couldn't have done a better, we couldn't have put on a better showing over the last two years. Um, if it's not what the games team are looking for, then then so be it. Cool, you know? But I suppose, well, I mean, that next year's got a massive question mark over it anyway. But Sid will be a thing regardless of whether it's a semi-final or it's its own event. But Sid's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean the business is certainly not going anywhere, and we'd love to you know, get the the pairs up and running again as soon as possible. And we missed the the origins for the first year, so 
and people will be be itching to get stuck into that. I think for the sanctional event, the individual event, I, I think that might look a little bit different just because um, if you've not got the likes of Matt Fraser and co coming to your event, are you going to get 7,000 people going there? Possibly not, you know. Um, and does that then attract uh, the types of sponsors? Possibly not. And so the, the ability to... Um, pay for somewhere like the Excel and all the seats and all the infrastructure might not be there. So you know, but we'll we'll make that decision once we we understand whether we will be a, a semi-final event. I mean, it, there is op- opportunities to develop stuff with CrossFit outside of just the season, and I think Rogue just announced that maybe yesterday or day before that. The invitational will the rogue invitation will now be in October, but it will be a CrossFit event. Um, what we what that means is we're not entirely sure yet, but it's still going to be uh, partnered with CrossFit. And so there's opportunities to develop develop other sports properties and, and events outside of just the the season, the 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 open quarters, semifinals, and and the games. So uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, if we are selected as a semi-final, then you've got the challenge of, well, do you have spectators? Do you not have spectators? What does that look like? And I think you would have to organise an event. You'd almost organise two events uh, side by side. One with, or three events. You've got one completely no spectators. Sorry, four events. One online, like Rogue did in the past, and they did for stage one of the games. Second iteration would be no spectators. Third iteration would be like 50% of spectators or like 2,000 spectators. Um, and then third fourth iteration would be full-scale event full-on. And I think we'll probably have something in around the middle, I should imagine. But you've got to plan for all four of those scenarios. And we haven't got a lot of time either, Jason, to, to do that. So, uh, And it's going to have to be completely on the fly as well. So just if we are selected as a semi-final, you know, that's not like sit back on our, you know, rest on our laurels and you know celebrate it's like okay the hard work starts now and we've really got to dig in and because we're re- representing crossfit and we're representing the brand and and the and the games and you 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 don't want to be the guy that screws that up right and and uh brings the crossfit brand into disrespute so so yeah huge huge responsibility if we do get it um yeah and i just want to i just want to continue to be able to create experiences that's why i do it you know i love bringing people together and I don't think there's any better way of doing that than a than an event, particularly a CrossFit event for the CrossFit community. So, so finally, then I guess the because the problem we're in at the moment is like I guess tier three, you can still have your gym open technically mm-hmm. at the moment. Tier yep. four, though, they're tier clo- four closed. Tier four closed, and at the moment, so my, my my thought was to the online pairs that had been designed in a nice way that oh, if you just go to your local box, yep. like they can run it as the wad. But I guess while Tier 4 exists, that's kind of put a a stop to that going forward. Yeah. And also just with, you know, if we are selected as a semi-final, it's going to have to be a whole hands on deck and we're going to have to start get, get going on that. Um, we've, we've essentially mothballed the business at the moment where everyone's on furlough and just waiting to see what happens, basically. Because uh, it's impossible to plan or do anything at the moment. It's just so so dynamic and we'd already pushed back the pairs once. so. I don't think anyone anticipated this this second wave that's happening right now. So, um, but I have got some ideas around 
and with my country manager hat on um a fundraiser and this is exclusive for you jace but i want to run a fundraiser there's 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 so we've been fortunate enough to get some grants and some loans that we've been able to borrow to keep us afloat for the business and we've been able to furlough some staff and and get some self-employment grants etc so we've been all right you know that's helped us survive when we've not been able to operate as a business there are some gym owners who have just fallen through the cracks so they might sublet their build and actually we sublet our building here so we didn't get any um we didn't we if we own this or if we rented this building uh directly from the landlord we would have got a 25k grant just given to us uh, but because we sublease it from the football club we're not qualified for that so we don't get any we don't get that grant that's 25k just gone and so there are there are businesses like that that um didn't qualify for that they also maybe have just opened the gym so they haven't really got the membership that we have and they haven't got the trading history so they might have just gone self-employed and therefore they don't qualify for some of the um sort of self-employment kind of similar to what the furlough schemes are and so i'm looking at potentially using the concept of the, the pairs competition and running it as a and just taking the profits and donating it to you know four or five uk gyms that without that money potentially will have to close um, and tying that in with an auction which um, i'm hoping some of our our partners will will contribute to um, and yeah so but also tying it towards the open as well so I'm, there's a few things that are going on that i'm trying to just it, it's all got to fit right i don't i don't want it to be clunky and, and not make sense so how can we help promote the open how can we raise some money for some boxes that are going to close and how can we give people that opportunity to you know i see it as a warm-up for the open with with a pair with a buddy you know people have got their pair they've i think you even called me out on uh, instagram the other day you know with a little hint so it's how you can combine all these things um so people can get some value from it and, and you know experience so that's uh, that. That's I'm still working on it. I'm hopefully be able to um, put some pen to paper and get get organised and announce it in the next couple of weeks or so. But cool. So something might happen, but it looks like it's just going to transform slightly and and perhaps fill a another need. That, yeah, I really didn't want to just do it at home. I didn't want that iteration, but. The brutal reality is we're going to have to suck up and see. Yeah. It and so ten minutes of burpees. Yeah. And I want to raise. I want to raise some money. You know. What do I do best? Well, one of the best thing, things I do best is run competitions. And so why it would be crazy not to uh, tie those two together. It won't it mean that like Sid won't be able to make any money from that. But it wasn't really about that. You know, it was about just giving the um, community something to get their teeth stuck into. And I think it will be a nice little segue into the open, especially with it being pushed back a month. Gives us that extra month just to, you know, get people prepared for it. So. Even try and get uh, what I'd love to do is get Dave to come on and announce like a uh, uh, tw uh, open like uh, 21.0 basically. So like uh, a little teaser just because I think there's a lot of uncertainty around what the open's going to look like. And particularly if gyms are closed, which they are in the vast majority, like, you know, over, all over the world, gyms are, are closed at the moment and in the States. So what does uh, what does an open look like at home? And if we could get Dave to come on and you know share a workout, like an example workout with us, so just I think that would be a a cool, nice little feature to it as well. But uh, yeah, he's we'll, a we'll busy get, man, Dave. So. We'll get him to do that before or after he records the podcast, and then <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were talking about that. You know, Rosen 
and Dave, they're talking about doing some podcasts in the build up to the open and that. So uh, I was like, yes, I, I know, I know just the one. So <laughs> put that country manager hat back on and yeah. tell them. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I might have to put it out to tender. Uh, Jason, it doesn't seem like a uh, favoritism, you know, or like, oh, I see. I, I've, I feel like we are the least favorite, favorited, favorited. That's not the right word, but yeah, I'm not getting any special treatment. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry about that. Anybody. Yeah. I've got too many dro- like I too many people dropping the same podcast with the same guests on the same day at the moment. This is hey, the really? problem. Yeah, I think when I had Sean and Tommy on, um, Mike had the same. I think he had Tommy on the same day. Like we both released it on Monday. Perfect. But I had Sean and Tommy, so oh, there, there you go. go. That's double the guests. Brilliant. Well, what a fun cold chat it's been. Um, looking forward to to seeing what happens then in in twenty twenty one. It sounds like things are still moving. The world is very much a, a big question mark at the moment, but at least this looks like it can still go ahead and, and there's there's still a lot of good things to look forward to, uh, least of all the vaccine. But there's there's also other good stuff to look forward to. I think what, what I've been incredibly... Um, uh, you know, I don't take it for granted is that we've been able to provide people that outlet over the last nine, nine months and it's been incredibly rewarding to be able to do that. And that's, you know, that's what motivates us and... Um, gets us out of bed in the morning and we're incredibly fortunate to have that privilege to be able to do that and we just want to continue to do that and continue to be that you know that outlet for people that you know, we, ultimately we want it to be the happiest hour of your day it's a cliche but we, we generally do and uh, uh, we just need to if we're going to continue to do that we need just people to be open honest share feedback tell us uh, call us out on our on our um, I won't swear but um, yeah, and uh, keep us honest, make sure that we're not less on our laurels and, and so we can continue to prove because um, I, f- I feel like we're just getting started, Jason. The best is, is yet to come from us. So. Well, on that very positive note, I think we'll put an end to the first podcast of, of 2021. Amazing. I can't, we're still going. Look at yeah. that. We're, we're... Thanks to you, Jace. Thanks to you. I know I say this a lot, but I uh, appreciate you and all the hard work you put on the podcast. It's a great it's, you know, what we've just discussed, I could never have put down an email as, as in the same, same way as I, I've just explained it. So it's a, it's a great, uh, selfishly, it's a great uh, platform for me as well to get to, to communicate with the members. And, and I'm incredibly grateful for you to, to keep it going. So Episode 100 is just going to be a super cut of you telling me how grateful you are <laughs> and how much you like the podcast. And I'll just release that. It'll be beautiful. Brilliant. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, hopefully, we answered some of your questions. I'm sure there's a lot more questions to come. But Maybe people... we could do a, a 2021 just Q&A. Q&A, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's throw that out there now then. So uh, I'll probably post something maybe in the Facebook group, maybe on Instagram as well. I'm sure Ollie, who has a lot more followers than me, will also post something uh, and uh, we'll get some questions in. And then we'll just do one where we ask, or we ask questions. No, we answer questions about what 2021 in general, about the, the box, about... Is anything off limits? Nothing is off limits. You can ask Ollie anything. Uh, don't ask me anything, but you can ask Ollie anything and we'll get them answered. Yeah, ask Br- me anything. Brilliant. All right then. Thanks, Ollie. Cheers, Chase.